Um, we're going to hand over to Steve Holmes, uh, who we've asked, as he has done in previous years, just to offer some reflections on the day. Uh, hopefully you've had a really good day. And Steve has the enviable task of trying to see some threads and, some, and, and offer some reflections. So Steve, over to you. Thanks, Andy. Um, yeah, I'll try to be brief. I say that every year and fail. I'm sorry, I, because I'm making notes as I go. I've got no chance to kind of edit down to pithy statements. I said to my 12 year old, my job's to um, finish the day with a reflection and try to explain why I had to listen to every paper and wasn't going to be helping her at school much today. And she said, so you just basically repeat what everyone else has said, but summarise it. Um, so here I go. Um, it seems to me there's two themes that have kind of we've circled around today. Uh, the first is that ethics is difficult and the second is that mission is difficult. Um, I don't suppose those are news to any of us, but um, the difficulty of ethics, Marion gave us um, all sorts of um, challenges about the fluidity of interpretation of a particular biblical passage and the moral status of certain acts and, and looked at in one cultural light, you say this, and in another cultural light, you say that. Uh, and I think finally wanted to challenge us with the um, the level of comfort you see in, in Jewish reception history of letting the question stand rather than forcing down to a particular interpretation. Tim spoke several times about being very, very tentative, not in the convictions he was expressing clearly, but in his capacity to have adequately overcome his own colour blindness and to um, find the right ways um, to uh, engage. And I'm sure many of us recognise that. Um, seems to me that one of the ways we might get into this is by thinking about um, David's presentation of John, Wim uh, of John Wimber's theology. Uh, and I put it like that because I, I suspect that somewhere along the line uh, a subtlety got missed because I can't believe Wimber quite said this. But um, so, so David gave us Wimber as presenting disease, disability, sickness, um, uh, injury, uh, you know, anything like that, as unambiguously a result of the fall. And the problem with this was that it suggests that some people only um, need healing. Some people only need to be brought back into, um, a, 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 into a good way, a, a properly human way of existence or something. And, and clearly that's hugely problematic. Um, but it seems sometimes that when you get um, some of the really strong disability theology, the answer to that is kind of a, a levelling up, if you'll um, allow me to borrow a phrase from one of my least favourite people, um, a kind of levelling up uh, agenda whereby you, you try to say the way we normalise this is by saying um, nothing is deficient. Um, whereas it, it seems to me that probably the right answer, when I get some of this from what Tim was saying to us, um, that, that, that we, we shouldn't be looking for adequate norms east of Eden. Rather, we should be levelling down and saying the failure of that sort of presentation isn't in seeing that some human bodies stand in need of healing before they are um, adequate representations of who God made us to be, but that all of us do, every single one of us. 
Um, and in, in that, because we are broken people, um, because our, 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 our hearts cur are curved in on themselves, because our desires are distorted, because we have within us the resistance of challenging structures that we benefit from, um, ethics is an extraordinarily difficult thing to do. Um, we don't want to know what's right because it would hurt us if we really saw what justice demanded. Which it seems to me takes us quite quickly to Paulus's account of the necessity of transformation. This was the diagnosis that he found Ezekiel giving of the people of Israel um, that he saw being taken up by John's Jesus. What we need is renewal of the heart, is rebirth. Um, and it also takes us to the difficulty of questions of discernment. And so Lena and, and Deb talking about friendship uh, and the formal role of the gathered church and of the fact that we need accountability. We need those who can, who can teach us um, what we're seeing wrong, what we're doing wrong. Um, and the formal role of the gathered church. I really love obedience as um, a, a, a particular Baptist vocation. It's something I thought about uh, some weeks ago when I was doing a session not unlike this for the Scottish Baptist College and um, on the Eucharist and got asked a series of questions about how we ought to celebrate the Eucharist and was uh, squirming just a little um, because my own pastor was in the um, group who I was talking to and there were quite a lot of things we did and said um, that, that, that there were quite a lot of things we do in our church that probably don't quite fit my theology exactly and I, I kind of admitted this with uh, it's okay get on well enough with Abby that it wasn't a problem but um, um, it made me think that there is you know I, I, I clearly have the right and the duty to think as well as I can about these issues and to come to the conclusions I come to I, I also have the duty as a member or elder of the church either way um, to trust the judgment of the church meeting and to do things the way the church meeting has chosen to do things. There, there is a proper obedience there. So the difficulty of ethics, I'll come back to this um, when I try to wrap up. Second, the difficulty of mission. Um, Eleazar talked to us about the identity struggle to be um, that faced by black British Christians and the, the way that resulted in de-churching in at least around the edges of black, black British communities and the, the resistance that that was um, generated, which sounded very, very similar to some of, some of the things Deb said on de-churching in rural Welsh communities. Um, Philip took us into Bidiakos' theology, um, which set the gospel against all cultures, classical Greek and Roman to begin with, with the patristic stuff, then every variety of Western or African culture today, uh, and wanting to say every culture stands in need of conversion by the gospel, which seems to me to take us right into that account of why is mission difficult? Um, well, it's because in certain cultural realities and perhaps de-churched cultures of whatever sort are absolutely the worst place for this. In certain cultural realities, there is this inbuilt, ingrained um, resistance that nobody even wants to consider the possibility that what you and, and you know, far easier to speak to unchurched communities where there's a chance, um, um, where there was a chance that um, um, people hadn't heard anything and might be interested to hear what you say. And uh, 
linked to that was, again, the, the personal challenge. Lena and Deb, both in different ways, talked about mission as a practice that changes us. Um, and the challenge of mission is that as we approach it, as we come towards it, as we engage in it, we are not left unchanged. And that's possibly the reason so many of us, so many of our churches are resistant to serious um, evangelistic engagement. Um, so ethics is difficult because we're broken people. Mission is difficult because we're broken people in a broken world. And the one paper I haven't yet referenced is ours. And um, I um, don't particularly want to get into details of panentheism here, but ours motivating argument in that paper, it seems to me, is a desire to talk about the reality of evil in the world. And the reality of evil as something that um, isn't just a mission or mistake um, or, or, or bad luck, as, as Megan was just saying, but, but is something that, 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 that's powerful and beating and active and that we do need to fight against. Uh, and Al presented us with that as, as uh, pastorally important because it reflects um, the, uh, a plain sense reading of the gospel narratives in particular and uh, um, a plain sense understanding of what we're doing when we pray. But surely it also grounds everything else we've been saying. The difficulty of doing good in the world, the difficulty of, of mission, the, the challenge of justice is that things like white supremacy and patriarchy are powerful. Not all powerful, they can be broken, but they are powerful. And however much we try, um, we're, we're, we're caught up in those power structures. And, um, we can't just switch them off. And I think that was, was quite close to Tim's kind of testimony, ableism as well as it came up. You know, all of these things um, we read as principalities and powers to use the scriptural language that we can only fight against at some sort of spiritual level. And so that's perhaps my final reflection on the day that what we've been talking about is how evil the world really is. and the need to fight against that using the weapons of prayer, um, which might not be a very cheerful place to end, but um, maybe after 12 months of lockdown, that's just a reflection of how I'm feeling and how I heard the day. Um, how was that for time, Andy? <laughs> that was very, very good for time. Um, thank you for those reflections, seeking to gather some of the papers together under, uh, under some themes in that way.